Thanks to our sponsor, Omega Management Group, listeners of Crack the Customer Code receive a discount for registration at the 14th Annual Omega Score Conference in Boston on May 25th through the 27th. This is the industry forum on CEM best practices to drive customer loyalty. Check out this episode's show notes for your link and make sure to sign up today. Welcome to episode 116 of Crack the Customer Code. This episode is brought to you by Audible. With more than 180,000 titles, you can listen to all those books you've been meaning to read. Listeners of this podcast can receive a 30-day free trial to experience it for themselves. Sign up at audibletrial.com slash customer code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and here I am with the authority on awesome customer <laughs> service and my co-host, Adam Toporek. Yahoo! How do you like that title? I like it. I'm feeling authoritative, like a walking, <laughs> talking Funkin' Wagnalls. Wow. <laughs> Lovely. Yes, that is what I, will be on my business cards next week. I, I update my business cards every week based on what you call me. Well, I can't. I You're going to have a lot of them. You're going to have... I mean, I think you should have a fold out that you just keep adding to. <laughs> so when people when people take it out, it just folds out into, you know, a really long list of all these titles. <laughs> yes, I'll write it in Sharpie, too, because I like to make a good impression. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame for business cards, apparently, based on this conversation. And where I think so. But we, we should just create it right now. <laughs> that, right, exactly. We're, we create our own awards. That's the way to win them. But you know what? We have an actual Hall of Famer, a true Hall of Famer on the show today, Mr. Terry Brock, who is in the National Speaker Hall of Fame. And let me tell you, that is not something easy to get into. Well, and after speaking with him, I can just say, like, he's an, he's one of those people who could read the phone book and make it sound good. So <laughs> yes. part of it is his content, which is exceptional. But part of it is he just has this incredible presence and voice. And I think he's he's really fun to listen to. Well, and wrapped up in all that pretty package are some amazing messages too. So Terry talks about technology a lot and how we deal with technology and how we interact with technology and gives us some really good insights. I mean, the good thing about Amazing thing about Terry really is when you have a conversation with him, you like walk away ready to go. Like you're ready, like I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Totally. He had so much wisdom in every single answer that he gave us. And I know that we could have talked to him pretty much all day. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But we, we kept it concise for our listeners. So we should probably get right into it so they can hear all this great stuff. All right. Well, let me tell you about Terry. Terry Brock is an internationally recognized 37 countries and counting business resource in the areas of marketing and technology. He is a member of the Speaker Hall of Fame. He is also the past chief enterprise blogger with Skype and the former editor-in-chief for AT&T's biggest blog. Terry shares practical ideas that business people can use with technology to build solid, profitable relationships. He is currently a syndicated columnist with the Business Journals, 43 papers across America with 11 million page views monthly. And today, as we said, he is going to talk to us all about technology and some time-honored principles you can use to rock it. So let's talk to Terry. Welcome, Terry. How are you today? I am doing just right, Adam. It's great to be with you and Jeannie today. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, we are so glad to have you. And I must say, it is not often. In fact, I think we've only had one other 
person in the Speaking Hall of Fame on the podcast. So we want to hear all about you and your journey. So tell us a little bit about your backstory. Well, backstory is I've been a speaker for a while. I've been doing it professionally since 83, but truth be told, I started when I was in second grade, no, third grade, you know, when I stood up at the Christmas uh, rehearsal and uh, they wanted me to say the Christmas story, so I quoted it from uh, Luke chapter two there, and that was uh, my first uh, public speaking, but I've been doing it for a long time now, and it's fun to see the changes how things keep adapting and moving. I got into it as I finished my MBA program, and we did a thing, Adam, you'll remember these things, of cash flow statements and pro forma income statements and all those nifty, groovy things. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I showed people how to do that on, at the time, uh, a new device called a computer. And so I started showing a few people and then a few more and found, hey, there's people that would actually pay for this. Woohoo, that's a good thing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in business school, they told us that was really good. We plopped that one over in the good column. <laughs> so I said, let's do it. And so I've kind of morphed and changed through the years as technology keeps changing and now have uh, been able to speak. I'm really honored to do that in about 37 countries around the world, all 50 states, and uh, to a a lot of people just saying, hey, here's how you can use the technology by applying the principles of building relationships with others. I think that's the, the real beauty of what uh, happens today and the best way to make it work. Wow. Well, I love that background. And I, I'm wondering, in all that you've seen throughout this career, what are some of the biggest ways you're seeing technology impact the customer experience? Well, I think it does it in many ways. Really, the technology is about people. It's not about the technology. It's about how can we make the lives better for people. And when you think about it, that's been the case throughout the centuries. As we get new technology and new developments, it's always been to help people. Today, we're seeing that uh, exponentially increasing faster. One of the uh, technologies I see happening more and more today is video. Being able to use tools like Skype, which we're using now for the audio part, and use video for that with Zoom, with Google Hangouts, and particularly Blab that we're seeing now. We just got off a conference call for about an hour up in uh, Canada with uh, Blab and using mm. that to bring people in and get people involved. And I think it's even gone beyond the early days of Skype when I worked with Skype. They asked me to come on board and be their chief enterprise blogger. So I worked with them for a while but we're even beyond that now. It's much more interactive with groups of people, with using, uh, using Google Hangouts and may, using uh, Periscope by using Blab. Tools like that give a lot of people the ability to interact with each other live on video right there on the computer, on the device of choice. And it creates a lot of social and psychological ramifications also in society. So I think it's an exciting time to be alive today. I, I agree. And I, I like what uh, you said about Periscope, too, because I'm finding it fascinating how brands are using that for behind the scenes. And mm. you feel like you get a little extra sometimes if you're following these brands with the video that they're sharing in real time. And it can be really, really exciting. So I agree yeah. with you completely. Yeah, I think it's really important. I like what you said there behind the scenes because it's very important people can see here's what's going on. Here's how we do it uh, here at our law firm or our CPA firm or here at the local restaurant, et cetera. And we get a chance to humanize what was a cold, hard entity called a business. And now you see that business really is comprised of Herbie and Sally and Mary and John and yeah. Herkimer there in the back. Who, well, Herkimer is kind of funny, but that's okay, you know. <laughs> and people get a chance to know it. They go, hey, I like these people. Let's go on in there and get something to eat. 
Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And I, I got to interject a little personal story about Terry here, because let me tell you, when Terry talks about how to use video, he walks his talk. So when uh, Terry and I first met, you know, you always send the little, th- it was great meeting you email. Terry didn't send a great, it was great to meet you email. He sent, it was a great to meet you video. It was amazing. Wow. He literally, That's clever. It was absolutely, you talk about making an impression. I mean, I was just blown away. So Terry really not only knows how to do this stuff, but does it and is on the cutting edge. And you know, I think one of the challenges, Terry, with social is how overwhelming it can be. And I know one yeah. of your big topics is social media productivity. And I, I mean, somebody asked me once, you know, how do you manage social? I was like, well, I've got Hootsuite, CoSchedule, and an ulcer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that combination. So tell us how to get better at this. How do individuals and organizations make social media work for them? Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can do that. I think it starts with the basic principles that we learned from people like Peter Drucker, uh, who told us to start and have that vision of where we want to go. Stephen Covey, who said, begin with the end in mind. And I think whether we're using Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Pinterest, or uh, whatever the new thing is going to be, oodly boodly, or wiggly wiggly, or whatever, they always use some <laughs> funny, goofy term, you know. You know we've got to start by thinking, yeah, what are we trying to do here? And really, it's all about about relationships. You're connecting with people. Now you do it in different ways and you have a different way, a different protocol, if you will, of connecting with people on LinkedIn than you do with Twitter or with Pinterest or with YouTube, but they're all vital to connect with people. And so I think you set down your goals first, then you develop a systematic way to develop your content That's important. You have compelling content and you make sure that you deliver that in a way that is easy to uh, implement and easy to see it happen on a regular basis. Being consistent is one of the most important things you can do. I learned that from Joe Fernandez. He was the CEO of Clout, the co-founder and uh, CEO of Clout. My partner Gina Carr and I wrote a book on it called Clout Matters, and we went out to San Francisco at their headquarters and met with him and their top people uh, for a while. It was really good, but he said it's so important on social media that you don't just have a whole bunch of tweets going out or Facebook posts in one day and then don't do anything for a while. You want to consistently use this medium, kind of like you're doing, Adam, using CoSchedule, and there's other tools. Hootsuite is a wonderful tool for that. Buffer app is another one. Whatever the tool is, those that are listening, I would encourage you to find out, first of all, what it is you're trying to accomplish in business, and then come up with a strategy that works and have the tools that are available. There's lots of people that can help you define and decide what is most appropriate for you. But as you send it out, remember to be platform sensitive that you do a message one way on LinkedIn and a different way on Facebook, a different way still on Twitter, and each platform needs to be respected for the protocol and what's accepted there. Much like if I say, hey, we're going to get together, and if I say, let's all go to a beach party, well, there's a certain kind of clothing you're going to wear. We're going out to the beach. We're all going to go swimming. We're going in the water. Okay, you wear a certain thing versus I say, we're going to have a black tie dinner. Really important. This coming Saturday night, black tie dinner. Well, you wear different kinds of clothes and you need to respect the protocol of the environment and be situationally aware of what's going on. Well, that I, I was sitting here nodding my head because I think that's one of my pet peeves is when I see people repost exactly the same message and you feel like yep. you're just being like sprayed with a fire hose <laughs> instead exactly. of... Uh, instead of actually communicated with. 
That's a good point, Jeannie. Matter of fact, I really agree with you. I'm going to put an exclamation mark behind that because too often people say they want – you ever hear this phrase, we're going to blast a message out? Mm-hmm. You ever hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, oh, yuck, how, yeah. how creepy. <laughs> that is, how many of us would want to be blasted upon? Mm-hmm. No. But you're going to do that and you think everyone's going to pay attention to you just because you're doing something sparky? Hey, ain't going to work there. You know, you right. got to turn around right. and think about it from their point of view. And, and rather than blasting, what we need to do is – is engage with people. Yep. yep. Well, and I think you, you brought up the um, book that you wrote about clout. And I'm curious what you think about influence today in 2016. What do you think the current role of influence is in the marketing pie? Because there's lots of discussion over what influence really is. So I'm curious on your take on that. Well, I think it's huge and it's bigger than ever before. Influence is there because we want to make decisions and we like social proof. Why? Because we as human beings, we're concerned about venturing into a territory that's unknown. If we're going into unknown, hey, we want to know somebody that is like us, that we can respect, someone that we know, like, and trust that has been there and has got some experience they can share with us. If I need uh, an operation, I'm going to go to a person who is a medical doctor and he or she will know what to do. They've gone through a bunch of tests. They've done it before. I can respect that person. Same thing if I'm going to engage in social media. Find someone or someones, plural, that can help you to make sure you're doing the right uh, objectives, you're implementing it in the right way, and you're monitoring it on a regular basis. So I think that influence now is more important than ever, and we've got to pay attention to what makes for favorable influence so that when we stand up and say, I like this product, I think you need to buy this kind of widget, that people will go, ooh, well then if they say that it's important, if she's saying it's real good, I like her a lot, I respect her greatly, I will go ahead and get that particular widget. Hmm. So how do you think – what are some of the ways that brands can build their I – mean, you talk a lot about influence. We talk about individual influence. But there's an influence with a brand as well. How do you – it's maybe smaller brands, not so much the big ones, which is more about the branding. How, how do you smaller brands build their influence? Well, that's a very good question because it's very important that brands, both a small business as well as to a very large, identifies – themselves as people. I think the more they can show we are real people, we care for you, and they demonstrate it. And on social media, you can't just say you do it and not do it. You've got to do it. People will monitor you. So I would say for a small business, you would want to make sure that you are there. People see you. Use video. Use video so they can see what you're doing. You walk around doing, uh, Jeannie, as you mentioned, a periscope. It can mm-hmm. be very handy to uh, see that. And then also using a blab. Blab, that's B-L-A-B, available at blab.im. And no, they're not paying me anything for that. Matter of fact, it's free. So you can go over there and get on there free, which is pretty good. Adam, is free in the budget for you? <laughs> you know, it is free, but I still, I still have to get it approved by the management committee that I'm married well, to. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because it's free, you can have that. And you could have a conference that goes out to the world very easily. Learn how to do it. There's a few little tips and tricks. It'll take you maybe an hour to learn it. And once you've got that down, then you can connect with people and you build your brand, you establish more influence when people see you. They uh, notice you. Adam, I appreciate what you said about the video I sent. And I, I do that regularly because when I send you a video, you know it's me. You hear my voice. You see my face. You see my inflections versus if I send you an email 
you, there might be a little bit of a tainted uh, idea in your mind that, okay, maybe this is just a form letter or he's got this uh, in a routine manner. It doesn't really, it's not really him doing it. But when it's video and you see, here I am, this is me, no doubt about it. You're hearing my voice. You're watching me do it. It's real. And I think using video can really help to build your influence, can help a small business to really get an advantage over other competitors. Because you're using that technology to get just that little extra that you need to get ahead. And when it's free and it costs just a little bit of your time and your energy to learn it, it's well worth it. And so as we talk about all of this and I'm, you know, making some mental notes here, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, another thing I have to do. <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's really easy, especially for uh, companies like mine, which are not huge companies, it's hard to find time for all of this, even if it's free and even if it's accessible. And I mean, I am a big believer in social media and uh, I, I love it. But I also think that it's really easy to kind of get in that trap of feeling very overwhelmed by all of this technology. Yes. So what can we do about that part? Like what are the d decisions we might have to make or how do we prioritize this stuff so that we're not just – on the hamster wheel, producing content in all these different channels without really seeing the benefits or without really feeling like we we can't take a breath. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. It's like we're on the little wheel going, oh, no, oh, no, what yes. am I going to do? Oh, another one, another one, another one. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, oh, what are we going to do? I actually did a TEDx talk on overcoming overwhelmed. And talk about that. Matter of fact, those of you listening, just go over to YouTube and type in Terry Brock TEDx and you'll see it pop up there. And I dealt with that. But some of the things that are important is to realize, okay, we've got to embrace this stuff. It's not like we're going to get away from it all. Uh, we need to do it. But utilizing others is real important. Get people that can help you with that. Come up with the ideas of what you want to do. As I was talking about in the strategy and the implementation of it, let that be done by some other people who can do it for a whole lot less than you could do it for. You figure if you're uh, able to charge, I'm just going to pull some numbers out of the air, a dollar an hour. Well, it would be good for you if you could get people that charge 10 cents an hour to do lots of these things. And this is a real important uh, application that you want to implement. Bring people in. I've worked with uh, services like uh, Upwork and Odesk, which it was before that, Elance and uh, Freelancer. Find people there that can help you and let them help you on it. And another thing, Jeannie, you mentioned is really important. There's so many things that we've got to learn. Another way to do that is if I say, for instance, if I said, Jeannie, I want you to learn the new uh, Eagity Whoppers, and that is really powerful. Oh, Eagity Whoppers is really good, you know? And you're going, I don't know a thing about Eagity Whoppers, you know? And I'm just hypothetically using this. And well, rather than you spend uh, this much time, notice how far apart my hands are, really far apart now. Love audio. <laughs> <laughs> on this, on audio, yes, you can imagine that in your in your mind. There versus if you do it, notice my hands now are really close together. So you can say in that much time, find somebody who already knows that and hire them. Mm -hmm. Be willing to part with the coins so that you can have them train you how to do it. You'll learn it much faster. I love the way that Benjamin Franklin said it when he said, "Pour the coins of your purse into your mind, and your mind." will overflow your purse with coins. Oh, wonderful. And I thought, wow. yeah, you know, old Ben was right on that one too. <laughs> it's like, okay, be willing to invest in people who really know this stuff already, 
often they are called high school kids. <laughs> Hire these yeah. wonderful people. And by the way, this is why God invented Skype, you know, or Zoom or video or something. Sit down with them and have them teach you how to do it. Hire them for an hour and you pay their PayPal account. You can just stay right where you are, but you learn new skills and find those skills that are most important for you. That gives you an advantage. And then you don't have to be overcome with it. You can uh, overcome the overwhelmed part by knowing what to do and having the right systems in place to make it happen. I, I hope my nieces and nephews are listening. <laughs> job opportunities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's job opportunities all over the place. And people that are working, you might know something about that. And you think, gee, I don't like the job that I'm in. I want to leave. Well, before you leave, hang on to the full-time job. Keep the paycheck coming in. But get something going on your own in the evenings and weekends. And if you're particularly good at something, hey, it doesn't take a whole lot at all to put out an ad somewhere on uh, Facebook or uh, Twitter or LinkedIn or somewhere that people hang out that might be able to use that service. And you could do coaching over Skype. You could do coaching over Zoom. Zoom is an even better technology. Uh, it does a lot of good uh, things there using Blab, B-L-A-B dot I-M. Blab gives you the ability to connect with a lot of people and to start disseminating this information and you can monetize it, make money with it, and then start building your business from there. Wow. I could pick your brain for about, uh, I've already picked it for a few hours uh, off off the air. I could pick it for about another six hours, I think, on the air, but I don't want to do that to you. So I want to ask <laughs> you a final wrap-up question, Terry. If we, you've seen a lot in your career, so I want to know what you see is the future. What, what are the things we're going to be talking about and thinking about in the next five years? What are the things we're going to be hiring high schoolers to teach us that are coming down the pike? Well, there's a lot out there. I wish I knew everything. A lot of it has not been invented yet. But we do know that it's the trends are toward using video more. So get to know video, the basics of it, how to present. There's some soft skills on how to present, how not to present. Get to know audio and the technology. Have strong bandwidth. That's getting stronger and stronger, and there will always be a need for that. And as it gets better, lean on that. And also strengthen those people skills. The people skills are very important today because we're connecting with people and always will. Also, I think looking internationally, we're becoming much more internationally connected now. It's no longer that the United States is separated uh, from the rest of the world by a couple of oceans. Yeah, we're still that way physically, but realistically with business, we're reaching out all over. So I think the trends are toward that, getting to know those tools that are out there currently and the moment as we're recording this, tools like Periscope, Blab, Snapchat, WhatsApp, and tools like that are emerging and growing strong. Facebook continues to grow just today as we're recording this. This day, they announced some new developments in video where they're going to be competing with YouTube. So you want to get to know what's going on with this. Just read up on it a little bit. And if it's right for you, then you might want to go more in depth in that. But always look for those areas where people are hurting, where they have pain. And by the way, a real trend that we're seeing in our world is being done more and more by people. I see this as I travel around the world. Adam, you and I have talked about this a little bit, that governments are trying hard to do it, and they usually start out with good intentions, but end up with very bad results. And I'm seeing that consistently, not in just one country. So it's not a matter of uh, you know United States Republicans versus Democrats. No, over in the UK, you're finding the same things with the Tories, conservative versus labor. You see labor versus liberal over in Australia. Same types of tensions are there. And so that creates opportunities 
for those that can say, what can I do to provide needs that people have to alleviate hurt, to give them greater pleasure rather than the pain that they're experiencing? And that creates an abundance of opportunities for those that want to get ahead in their own business. This is great stuff. I'm so pleased that you were able to join us today and to share all this with our listeners. And I'm both excited and uh feeling like, okay, I've got so much to do around social media, but it's exciting. And it's like all this technology, this, it's amazing what we have at our fingertips today. So thank you so much for sharing all this. And if people wanted to reach out with you and learn more about you or just connect, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, the best way would be over at my website because that's where we got all the contact information for the social media platforms and all kinds of good things, phone numbers and all that. Just go to terrybrock.com, and that's spelled T-E-R-R-Y, and Brock is spelled the right way, B-R-O-C-K. <laughs> so, terrybrock.com, and you'll get all the information. And uh, Adam and Jamie, great to be with you. I admire both of you very much. I've listened to your podcast, and you're giving some really good information. And for those of you listening, go back and lap up that kind of, there's a good term, lap up that, those <laughs> podcasts. They put together really good ideas, and because this can help you in business. You can go out and make the mistakes and eventually learn it, or listen to what Adam and Jeannie are sharing on their podcast, and you will not only avoid those mistakes, but learn new tools that you can use and can put to practice to help your own life and your business. So thanks, Jeannie and Adam, for having me on board. Thank you very much. Thank you. And and for the kind words as well. Great having you. We hope you enjoyed episode 116 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all of our episodes. Subscribe and send us feedback at crackthecustomercode.com. Also, don't forget... Audible is our sponsor, and they love you, and they love us. So don't forget to sign up for a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash customer code. That is audibletrial.com slash customer code. I'm Jeannie Walter. Sign up for customer experience webinars at cxwebinar.com and learn more about how to understand all your customer touch points at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tapork. You can connect with me and find out more about my book, Be Your Customer's Hero, as well as our customer service workshops and training at CustomersThatStick.com. And don't forget, leaving us a review on iTunes creates rainbows and unicorns and happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Those reviews help us find others and help others find us. It's a service for the world, really, to leave us a review. Unicorns. (laughs) Yes, you're welcome. That was just for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.